So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Uh, what we're doing today, folks, is um, we have somebody in studio. We're well, not in studio, on Zoom. Um, that just started doing video maybe three, four months ago consistently. And um, he's done it in an area that, let's just say, most people aren't doing video. And because he was sort of sticking out like a sore thumb, he started just like shot right up. Um, this is somebody, one of the questions we get is like, how do I use video if I'm going into a new market? Well, we're going to show you. Um, that's exactly what we're doing here. Uh, before I introduce our guest today, um, we're going to discuss like what his journey was. But more importantly, this is a mortgage broker. This isn't a real estate agent. It's a mortgage broker who for the last X amount of years worked primarily the Denver market, Denver, Colorado. Uh, just recently has uh, relocated, moved over to just north of where he's at into Cheyenne, Wyoming and now is uh, building his brand within the Cheyenne, Wyoming market and seeing um, and trying to almost like starting over again, right? He's got to create new realtor relationships. He's got to create a new sphere of influence. Doesn't mean he's not doing business in Denver, but he just starts, he knows he needs to start building his brand there as well. So we're going to share his story, see exactly sort of how it works with the man Stan right here. And without further ado, we're going to introduce Stan the man to the show. Stan, how are you today, sir? I'm doing great, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Why don't you just do a quick intro to everybody? First, last name, what you've been doing for the last 20 years of your life, and uh, who the hell are you? <laughs> yeah, so my name's Stan Hartsheim. Uh, I run a team called Double H Home Loans Team uh, with a company out of Dallas, Texas called Southwest Funding. And uh, I've been in the mortgage business since 2017, kind of creeping up on people, like you said, down in the Denver market. And um, building my brand down there, building out a little bit of a team, have our operations uh, staff still in an office down in Aurora, Colorado. Um, had an opportunity to move up to the wide open spaces uh, just outside of Cheyenne, Wyoming on a little ranchette. And um, man, couldn't, couldn't be happier. We got 10 acres of land, got a beautiful sprawling ranch house and a lot of wind, a lot of wind. <laughs> <laughs> and you're and you guys were you're just moving mainly for lifestyle, right? You just want to get more space, but you're got obviously you're going to bring your mortgage business up there. And um, what were one of your biggest concerns you had before going into a new market? You know, I think like like anybody, when you're starting out in a new market, it's like starting out a new business. And so there's some trepidation of how do I grow that business? How do I grow the brand? I think my biggest fear, however, um, knowing that Cheyenne was a little bit of a smaller town than Denver, obviously, was uh, I, I grew up in a small town, so I kind of get it. There's some relationships there that have been going on since, you know, elementary school or middle school. And when you come into that new market, how do you win over that business? I mean, you're, anytime you build a business, you're stepping into relationship with people. And sometimes that means stepping between them and their existing relationship. I yeah. hate to say it, but that's the reality. And how do you do that if somebody's been friends since middle school, right? So that was kind of my challenge uh, coming into a smaller market. 
Yeah, that makes, I mean, that's pretty much with everybody. We get a lot of people, hey, I'm in a new market. I don't have a sphere of influence. I don't have that. Will video work for me? Will video work for me in there? So um, Stan has been, uh, Stan is in full disclosure. Stan's one of our clients. And uh, we wanted to share a story because um, Stan started doing video uh, about four months ago, I believe, right about now. And um, you just recently got, we're not like creating 30 videos a month, right? We're just doing two videos, keeping it simple. Right. But you just recently got picked up from the news station, I hear. Tell me about that. Well, uh, it's been a, a variety of things have happened in the last few months. Uh, we started doing these videos, not um, not mortgage related. I talk about mortgages all stinking day long. So I thought it'd be a lot of fun to share my journey of learning about Cheyenne and the surrounding state of, of Wyoming with as many people as I could. Right away when I got here, I found out that this this city is a little misunderstood. It's it's not just cowboys and um, you know it's it, there's a lot. I guess so. Let me rephrase that. There's a lot to do here. A lot of people don't realize um, it's very beautiful. It's close to the mountains, just like Denver is, or or on the other side of the mountain, Salt Lake City. And we wanted to just kind of spread the word. Like this is a growing community that has a great infrastructure and a lot of really friendly people. So. Uh, we started doing videos just to capture um, our journey around town, you know, as we met people or went in and, and visited establishments, learned about the neighborhoods, kind of started to zero in on where we wanted to live. We thought, why not record this and uh, have Mike and his team make it look good for us? The name of the show is actually uh, in Stan's uh, model. Like we had the um, and I almost did the same thing and I wish I would have. I'm doing it now. But five years ago and I moved to San Diego. I didn't know if I was going to sell real estate. I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. I was literally starting over a brand new career in foreign land, foreign territory. I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. I didn't want to sell real estate, but I did have in the back of my mind that if I was, the only story I'd be able to tell would be that of a transplant. Um, and at that time, I was going to create a show called San Diego Transplant. And all I was going to do was just film myself being a tourist, you know, and just discovering while I learned the city, which is what Stan's doing right now. So in his case, we ended up building a show called Why Not? Like, why not Wyoming? And it all ties in with the branding and on that. But Stan's not talking about mortgages on these videos, are you? Well, not yet. <laughs> I try to avoid it. Um, I, you know, I, I love that we came up with the name Why Not. I don't know if the listeners will be able to tell, but I got a fairly dry sense of humor. And using that reverse yeah. uh, psychology works really well for me. I think it becomes uh, a little bit of a funnier thing. Uh, but yeah, we, we try to avoid talking about mortgages. We'll do a bunch of stuff that is mortgage related. Um, you know, what is interest rates and PMI and so on. Well, we, we teach classes up here in town and we'll probably record some of those and, and get you guys to edit it. Um, you know, it's been a lot of fun where we've caught on, like you mentioned, uh, the news stations have, have reached out to us. Um, there's, there's two big uh, companies that run the four local news stations and they've been reaching out and asking us, Hey, you know, do you want to get on our show? Do you want to advertise with us? You know, you, you seem like you're doing pretty good with video. Uh, the other thing that's happened, it kind of came out of left field for me because I don't think I'm some sort of trending superstar, but I am. Is, <laughs> you uh, are though, dude, you a, are. All, all of a sudden, like people are like, hey, YouTube guy, would you do our product? Would you do this or that? We'll, you know, we'll give you a free product. We'll, we'll sponsor this or that. And I, I didn't see that coming in a million years, I'll be honest. So that's been kind of fun and interesting to, to see the variety of people that are interested in what we have to say. And you're, you're coming from a position of value. And that's what, like, I think a lot of times, um, and maybe you even now you're starting to see it 
but before we even started doing this, um, I don't know if you recall this conversation, like we don't have to talk about mortgages. And as a matter of fact, the less we talk about mortgages, the more attention you're going to get. Because when you, when you guys start creating videos and you start creating content, what you're really doing is you're just creating conversations. You cannot create conversations without creating content first. Right. And, um, I want to give you guys a different analogy, especially for all you mortgage brokers out there or even broker owners. And this is what um, this should click because a lot of times we're like, Mike, I just don't get it. I don't get how me doing a video on a business or me doing a neighborhood tour, this can lead the business. And I'm going to share with you how. So let's get out of the real estate business, Dan. And I'm going to share with you um, a very important lesson I learned uh, from taking one of the digital marketer courses. So I got to give credit where credit due. Um, I started studying Ryan Dice, digital marketer, which is a very high end, uh, a very advanced call it digital marketing company. They are the guys that do traffic and conversion and all these other things. Long story short, I'll never forget this. And this is the way my mind works because of one of the, I don't know where I saw this, but it was one of the training courses I bought. I was taking one of the uh, lessons and Ryan Dice, who's one of the owners of the company back in the day before they became all famous and all that they had to they were just an online digital marketer company, right? And they brought on a roofing client. The roofing client at the time, um, and in Texas, how long do you think a roof lasts in a house in Texas, Dan? I, I have to guess it lasts a while. 20, 25 years. The severe weather that we have up here, that's for sure. 20, 25 <laughs> years, which means right. that the person that they sell their roof to either most likely transacts the house or dies before they need a new roof, which means there is no repeat business. Right. It's and it's not in that type of business. It's not like you get a ton of referrals. Like it's not like roofers are like, dude, show me your roofer. It's sort of like a plumber, right? You're like, hey, fucking plumber. He's a plumber. He's an electrician. Nothing bad about that. But I'm just saying it's not like a super duper duper highly referable business where everyone's like, oh, sending the roofer business. So they yeah, you come just up need with, them when you need them. Right? You just need them when you need them. Right. And you don't really have any loyalty towards a person that does it. Maybe you know someone, maybe you don't. But it's almost like a yellow page type business. You find you sort of find the first company you see and then that sounds good. And then you roll with it. So the point is that they had to come up with a marketing plan online for this company. And here's what they ended up doing. So they, they knew they had to go a roundabout way and think outside the box. What they did was they created a gutter cleaning service. And in the gutter cleaning service, let's just say the going rates were $99 to get your gutters clean. They charged 25, except all their gutter cleaners were experts at identifying roofing issues. What do you think happened next, Dan? Well, I can imagine they started to identify a lot of faulty roofs or roofs with problems. hundred percent. Their sales went through yeah. the roof, but they had to create a gutter cleaning service to identify the roof issues. Right. So they had to forward think. See, when I'm looking at a lender in your case, having video, that's exactly what it is. The video is your gutter cleaning service to start having more conversations. This is true for a broker owner. That's trying to recruit. This is true for a lender. That's trying to build more relationships. This is true for anybody. See what we're doing is we're not creating content and videos um, to sell our shit. We're, we're creating content and videos to have more conversations, to build trust that will eventually lead to us selling our shit. Right. And oh, that's just, that's just the reality of it. Right. And I want you, let's go through sort of what's happening in, um, your market, because I wanted to have you on the show because, um, when you have the opportunity to do something different and stick out or stand out, that's the Holy grail. Everyone's always asking us like, hey, I want to get leads. I want to get this. I want to get that. Folks, Warren Buffett once famously said, when I zig, I z they zag, or they zag, I zig. That's exactly what this business is because everyone can trip over a mortgage broker. 
on the street. Everyone could trip over a real estate agent on the street. And what really makes someone hire you? 9.9 times out of 10, it's brand and personal relationship. And if they envision themselves to working with you, would, would you agree with that, uh, Stan? Yeah, I agree. And I, I think that is the, the great unknown about video. I, I didn't certainly know that even six or eight months ago, how much people get to know you through that video exposure. I mean, people, people walk up to me now, like they've known me for years and, and maybe I've met them once before, maybe I haven't. So uh, the other thing that happens uh, just intuitively, I, at least for me, is I, I started to create things that I say kind of routinely as part of my video making process. Yeah, right. And, and uh, we went on a road trip. I, I decided that the, the, the best way for me to do these tours, especially of a great big state like Wyoming was to road trip around. And so I started just telling people in my video, just kind of just naturally, Hey, jump in the car, let's go. We're going on a trip, you know? And now yeah. it, it just opens up a, a crazy funny line. When I bump into someone at a coffee house, like, Hey, come on, hop in, let's go. We're going for a ride. You know, like yeah. let's talk for a minute. And it just kind of, it, it transitioned from video to real life really intuitively. What happened, the smaller the town, the easier it is, believe it or not, because think about it. Like you come to San Diego, there's a lot of people that are doing video or you go to Chicago, go to New York, go to a major city. And then yeah. you're not so much, you don't have as much attention on there, even though there's more people, even though there's a bigger population, but you don't have as much attention because you're just one of many. Whereas in Cheyenne, you're one of only how many other mortgage brokers in the Cheyenne market are doing video. You know, there's a few people doing some real short, uh, you know, the, the the short short recordings or whatever that they throw on Facebook or maybe you know some some reels kind of stuff. But I don't think anybody's doing uh, YouTube. There's one real estate agent that is doing some YouTube stuff, but uh, it's negligible. So you got to go way up north. There's a there's a gal up north that's doing a really good job with YouTube uh, videos and short short you know short recordings, but that's it. I mean, in the whole state, there's like two of us. <laughs> this is why you got you know? the news. Yeah. Um, I love it. Um, so why don't you share with everybody, you know, were you nervous when you got started? Um, what did you think? Like come through that. Cause most people are usually like, Hey, I want to do it, but, um, everyone wants to just be done oh. with it, but very few people actually will take action and go through and actually do it. And I never understood why. Um, but, oh my gosh, Mike, I, I can tell you exactly why, you know, it started out with, and this goes back years. I'll, I'll be honest. This goes back to one of my first jobs when I had to do some phone, some phone work. I worked for a, a large hospital in Colorado and I had to do some phone work and I'd always think, man, I, I hate the way I sound on the phone. And someone told me, you know what, whatever you sound like is what you sound like. Like you talk all the dang time, you never shut up. So just get over it. Right. And then I started to contemplate doing videos last year and I'm like, man, I got a face for radio, bro. I don't know if I should be doing these videos. And then people are like, whatever you look, however you look, man, you just, you know, you walk around all day, you're not hiding under a rug. So get out there Correct. and do it. Um, that was it. And, and then the follow-up to that is just, you know, scripting, like, do I, am I going to sound like a robot or is, am I going to sound natural? Am I going to look natural? How is this going to come together? And I would say the first couple of videos were pretty brutal. I'm not going to lie. I won't sugarcoat it. I, I stumbled over the lines. I think we recorded, you know, the first one was a eight minute video. I think we recorded an hour and 20 minutes worth of stuff and just kept kind of getting through it. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't embarrassing because I knew somebody was going to clean it up first, I guess, but it was, it was kind of brutal. 
But after that one, I would say literally the, the very next video got a hundred times easier. And then from there, they've gotten easier and easier. Um, I still feel like, you know, I try to read the script or I try to, you know, make it real polished or professional and, and I'm getting over that. You know, I, uh, you know, maybe your listeners will go check out my channel. We just did a brew, a brew, t- a brew pub tour Yes, and there was no scripting. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go visit these 13 places. I'm probably going to get drunk while I do it. And I'm going to have to try <laughs> to remember all this stuff that I learned about each of these stops. Cause I'm doing a little history tour with it. Yeah. And uh, you know, my brand is to teach people something. So I might as well uh, tell them about these breweries. And you know, by the time we got to the end, did I drop an F-bomb? Yeah, I, I did. Yep. <laughs> I, yep. I did. And the editors did a great job of leaving it in there for me. So that was fun. Um, you just got to have fun with it, man. You know, yeah. that's what I'm learning and the nerves will go away. Have you ever, um, like hung out with somebody that you just can't be yourself around? Yeah. A couple of times. I got a brother-in-law that, you know, <laughs> or, or I was trying to impress him. Right. So I try to live, live yeah. large. And in it, front of it's them. just on, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, it's, it's no differently like than on video. Like when you're creating content, you're just speaking to one person at a time and you're right. Yeah. Like you should, I always tell people, you can't be nervous about the act of shooting video because if you are, um, why you you control it. Like you could just delete it or not post that video or not do it. And you could just reshoot it. Right. So the whole act of, of shooting and all that stuff, it's just mindset. None of this stuff is hard. Like if you truly, um, and I always say this on the show is that like, if you truly believe you're the right person for the job, whether you're a lender or a real estate agent, it actually becomes your obligation to let the world know about it. And if not, that's very selfish and shady. Um, and if you don't agree with that, then you're not the right person for the job. So there's either one or the other, there's no in between on this. So you have to really look at that for yourselves. And everyone always says, I'm the right person for the job. Well, if you're the right person for the job, why the hell are you so scared to tell the world about it? That's what it comes down to, you guys. And it's not that uh, creating content or video and all that stuff is hard. It's just something you're not used to. But I'm going to go on a limb and Stan, do you remember your first uh, loan application? Or actually, let's do your first million dollar loan application within the first year or two. Were you fucking nervous? I can remember doing both. Uh, my first loan application was was utterly ridiculous in the in the day and age of technology. Um, I wanted to be that personal touch, right? So I grabbed my old paper 1003 and ran over to the people's house and wrote down all the information. And I was nervous as heck, man. I thought, geez, what if I forget some piece of pertinent information? Or what if I don't? you know, get this right, or I don't explain something right. And then I realized when I got back to the office that that was the stupidest thing to be worried about, because it was a simple phone call to get the rest of the information that I maybe forgot. Like, just that's how I feel about video, man. You just, you, you, maybe you do record, you know, re-record it, or you delete something and start over, but it's not the end of the world if it's not perfect on the first try. And that's kind of how that loan application went. <laughs> I remember the first time, my first time I hit showings, I was 22 years old and I got the client from cold calling. So I would just do whatever it took back then. But um, I, I was working in the city of Chicago. I just moved back up from Carbondale where I went to college and I didn't know my way around the city of Chicago. So, and we didn't have, at that time, we didn't have phones um, that had MapQuest on them. We had to go to MapQuest online and then print out the instructions and then print this shit out. Like I would have, a, so I would bring, I would bring the MapQuest and I'd have a sheet of paper like this. And if we're looking at six properties, I would have six sheets of paper. I would have the listing sheet on top and then beneath it would be the MapQuest instructions because I had no fucking idea where I was going. And I had to go out there and, and fake it till you make it with these clients. They're like, so what's this neighborhood like? I'm like, uh, 
Uh, and as a matter of fact, the day before the showings, I went out and I drove the route just so I didn't look like an idiot with them in the car with me. Yeah. Right. And you had to, this is like the type of stuff that um, I didn't like stop and be like, Hey, I'm not going to go on these showings because I don't know what the neighborhood is, which right. is no differently say, I'm not going to shoot this video because I don't know what I'm going to look like. Like folks get over yourself. No one is you that know, important. And we're not that important. Like I'm not that important. Stan's not that important. The only one who thinks that we're that important are ourselves. That's right. And I think that's true of so many things, Mike, you know, uh, we started teaching these classes in front of rooms full of people. And I, I could tell you, even now I get nervous before we're going to go do it. But for me to sit back and say, no way, I'm too afraid. I'm not going to do it. The only person I'm hurting is myself. I'm just shooting totally. myself in the foot with that mentality. So, you know, get out of your comfort zone and go do something new. So let's, let's go on into your uh, video strategy. Totally agree. Um, yeah. So when we started out with Stan, he started out doing a lot of stuff. Like there's different types of content you could create for different reasons. Um, when we saw Stan's channel or we stand in the opportunity, we just know that there's no one else in Cheyenne doing it. And Cheyenne's a big city, relatively speaking to the, the area. It's a city, right? Any city gets searched on YouTube. And because Stan was the first one there, um, that's why we were able to pop his channel. When I say pop his channel, he's generating lots, thousands of views on the videos. And that's what led to him getting picked up by the news and all that stuff. But now that you've built out the channel and you have that street club, uh, the video that he was doing, he's referencing here is really funny. It was about what, eight minutes long, nine minutes long, give or take. Yeah. And a bit longer. you did a, you did a, a brew tour um, on site. So um, you guys had like a, the city was putting on like a, a brew history tour. Right. So yeah. I'm curious, cause I haven't talked to you about this, but um, what people don't realize is the act of shooting the video turns into relationship building itself as well as um, um, other additional content you could be doing on stories and all this other stuff. So I'm curious to know, like you're walking around on this tour, how many people were on the tour? Uh, you know, it, it didn't really have like a point A starting point, you know, and then get to the end line. It was kind of jump in the middle, you know, go at your own pace sort of thing. So, I mean, there were, I don't know, hundreds of people doing the tour, but there wasn't a group of a hundred going from place to place to place. Right. So, uh, and some people were going backwards to the direction we were going. So we kind of kept bumping into a few people here and there that we'd see over and over at different stops. But um, yeah, so it was a little bit unique in that way, just because everybody was kind of doing their own thing. How many conversations did just the fact that you had a video camera in your tripod with you start throughout the day? Oh, I mean, we had 13 stops. There had to have been 40. I mean, there was three at every every stop, probably. And, uh, you know, a half a dozen of those 40 or so conversations were probably people like, oh, no, don't get me on camera. And I'm like, don't worry yeah. about it. You're going to be on camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll, like, but when you're having a conversation, like, so what are you doing these videos for? What are you doing this for? And then he's creating an excuse to start. Well, I'm actually a mortgage broker. And what we do is we go around here and, and you have that conversation which is totally different um, than just going up and be like, Hey, do you need a loan? Oh, by the yeah. way, my name's Stan. That's like asking a girl to get in the bed. The first time you meet them guys, um, it's just not what you do, right? You don't, you can't just ask for business um, before you even know someone you have to earn it. And you only earn yeah, it. Through the other conversation. thing that came out of that too, is uh, meeting, meeting people and having those conversations, but then also meeting either the management or owners of the establishments we were at. Everybody was jazzed, right? Like they're like, Hey, when, you know, when can you come back and let's talk more about my business? I'm like, I'd love to come back and talk more about your business. That, was, I would, that was a really powerful part of that tour as well. So um, I was going right there. Perfect. Oh. So like what we should do, we'll just turn this into a coaching session as long as we're here. 
um, what I want you to do and what you should do now is that, yes, you had 10 bars. Okay. Now you could go to all 10 of those bars and do a business owner interview on them. That gives you 10 more videos to do. See what's going to happen on the business owner interviews is that those owners are going to share that video around with their friends, family, aunts, and uncles. And all of those owners live somewhere. All of those owners have a referral for Stan over the next 12 months. It's just a matter of if they're going to give it to him. Um, we've seen a guy, um, this is a funny story, Stan. This is funny. This is what happens with business owner interviews. So we have a dude in uh, Northwest Arkansas and he went out and he did this uh, business owner interview for some kind of like, it was in their market. It was like the new swanky hotspot, right? This dude's sort of a bachelor. So he was taking a chick there on a date and he went there on a, He takes this girl on a date um, after he did the business owner interview with the owner. Right. So here he comes. He's got it. He's got this girl on his on his arm. He's trying to she's, he's trying to impress her and all that pulls up to the restaurant. The owner steps aside. Everybody come here. Come here. I got the best table in the whole restaurant for you right here. You got the perfect view. Brings him a bottle of wine on the house and all that. The chick's like, holy shit, this guy who is this guy. And this is what's funny about the story is the guy goes, you know, later on and they start doing business together. And and he goes like this. He goes, see, and I'm not going to say his name, but he goes, hey, Jay, um, it's funny that, uh, you know, my wife's uh, cousin is a real estate agent. And, um, you know, traditionally, we were always using her, but you are now my real estate agent now. Right. Awesome. So he literally, we were just talking about how do you step over prior relationships and you do it through adding value to other people's lives, you guys. Yep. Right. And there's just so much leverage with video. You can do that. If you're in a market like that, just imagine going out and networking with all the different businesses in that market and let them sell your stuff. Right. But you have to give to receive. You should always try to give it's written in the Bible. Those who give, 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 get it in return in some way, shape or form. It's just the way we're supposed to be, in my opinion. Unfortunately, Great. a lot of us always have our hands out. And when we have our hands out, nothing really lands in them, do, do they? That's right. So I want you guys to think about coming from a value, or if you're thinking about video, you come from a, a position of value and contribution as opposed to, because it's not about the content that you're creating. It's not about what you're doing on video. It's about how you're doing it and how you're leveraging it. Um, tell me really quick as a prior to Denver, what are your ratios uh, versus how much of your business comes from real estate agents? How much of your business comes from your own sphere of influence? Um, where does most of you, you, you originate from and what would you say your largest uh, sources are? Um, you know, down in our Denver market, I was, I was pretty blessed to get in early in my career with a bunch of doctors, nurses, and surgeons, uh, and surgical techs. So I got a lot of business out of the hospital environment. Um, won't necessarily get into why, but that, that just, I fell into a, a, the right niche. And so I was really fortunate to be able to start building up my business by giving out referrals. I wasn't necessarily hounding real estate agents for their referrals as much as I was saying, Hey, do you want to partner up? You know, I might, I might not give you as many as you give me, or, or maybe I will, who knows? So I would say my business down there over the last, you know, five years or four years that I was in that market has been. 60% self-generated, 40% referrals. Uh, and of those referrals, you know, 30, 30, 35% of that number, that total number was from real estate agents. So we did, we did pretty well within that niche. Um, up here in Cheyenne, it's a little different. Uh, everybody starts out at uh, the real estate agent level. Um, it feels like, I mean, I'm still getting another lay of the land. We've only been up here since December, but, uh, the banking industry is very strong here, right? Uh, 
a small town. People are familiar with their bank. They've been banking there for a long time. So we have to overcome the, the stigma of going outside of the bank for a mortgage and the relationship that that person then might have with their real estate agent friend that they've known since they were 12. Um, you know, we, we've really, I, I spent a lot of time last year. You'll remember some conversations, Mike, where I was like, what does it mean to brand yourself? Like I, I have a logo. What is, is that my brand? Like I'm yeah. trying to make a brand. And what I found out is when we created this show, um, in large part, thanks to you, Mike, you got me off of that topic and said, Hey, it doesn't matter what that branding piece looks like that logo, you have a brand that fits your personality and who you are. And what I realized that I love doing was teaching people stuff. And that's how the whole video series has come together. We we're taking people on a ride to teach them about our local area or about a local business. And that has translated from the show being called why not wyoming to why not university right we got why not you and we're doing these whole series of classes around town and when i go talk to the board of realtors it's it's really interesting people know that i am there when i stand up to talk i'm gonna tell them about some new educational opportunity that's gonna grow their business yeah and that has been our value add that i don't think i would have put my finger on without you kind of steering my show in a direction and then allowing my personality to come out. If, if I was just doing mortgage related content, I'd just be up there droning on and on. Most people, um, whether regardless of what business you're in, um, even me, like I'll, I'll do a video on how to do video. It's the least engaged stuff I, I post. I swear. Like it, it, it'll be really good content. It's like our training content. Like I'll do a video on how to script a video through story. And that'll be, you get a couple, oh, great video, great video. But truth is, is that that doesn't generate a shitload of views and attention a lot of times. Same with real estate. However, I do create a lot of it because there's different content for different reasons. You see, like, if you guys want to go to my website, you can go to www.realestatemarketingdude.com. And what you're going to see on the website is a bunch of content. Every page on the site has a video. And the reason why I created all that stuff over the last five, six years was because when people visit our site, they're not questioning whether or not I know what I'm doing. It's sort of self-evident. They're questioning how I'm doing it and if they like me. Can you envision yourselves working with a dude? Can you not envision yourselves working with a dude? And truth is, you guys get my personality. If you listen to my show, you know I'm not the most perfect human being. I sin every day. However, I'm 100% authentic. And what, what, what people really want is just a trust. And you cannot outsource authenticity. You cannot... Um, you just can't do it. And when people, I, I believe when people look at um, a lender or an agent or a financial planner or anybody, the first thing that comes through their mind and people always say, you don't judge a book by its cover. You're shady. If you do that, well, I'm sorry. That's just the way God made you. Everyone's going to judge a book by its cover. It's just the way that it is guys. All right. That's just the reality of it. And when you look at somebody, I could like look at somebody and be like, I could tell I'm going to get along with that guy. Right. You get that same feeling, right? You, oh, I could, I, I like that person's mojo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to drink a beer with that guy. I want to hang out with the guy. You just know who your tribe is. There's a reason why elephants hang out with elephants. Like I've never seen an elephant and a cat hanging out and watching a movie together. <laughs> it's because we're naturally attracted to people that are like us, whether way, way, shape, or form they may be. That might be in personality. That might be in race. That might be in skin color. That might be in whatever it is. But whatever it is, understand that you're the only one like it out there. And when you embrace your own individuality and your uniqueness and your authenticity and you scream it from the rooftops and you're damn proud about it, that's what people are attracted to. 
No differently than what Stan's doing now in Wyoming. No differently than what I've done on the show for the last six years. Some people are going to like it. A lot of people aren't. I love when a lot of people aren't, because if you don't have haters on your shit, you're not doing it right. You're not meant to be perfect. It doesn't exist. God's the only perfect being that exists in the world. And you're not him. Don't even try to compete. What you can do is embrace what you are, whom you are, how you do it, and scream that from the rooftops. And I believe that you'll um, be rewarded through people just like you because that's who you will attract. There's not a shortage of business. There is everyone I look, everyone I look at, like literally everyone lives somewhere, unless I check. So it's not a matter of if they're going to move. It's really a matter of when they're going to move, folks. Statistically, in Chicago, when I was practicing in the city, it was three to five years. In the suburbs, it was four to seven. I knew my numbers because I knew if I just stayed in front of people, everything we're talking about when it comes to branding, content creation, the more people who know what you are, the more opportunities that open up. But it is mathematical, not theory. If 100 people see your content, 10 to 15 of them are moving this year. The question is, are they going to use you when they do? The more you're on top of mind, the more likely that happens, right? So this isn't rocket science. This is relationship building. Um, this is leveraging content. And this is all based upon your personal brand. Um, Stan, what are you going to do with, uh, have you tried any events with real estate agents yet on the video stuff? Have you taught a, I think your next move is to teach a scripting class. You have the social yeah. and the street cred to, to do it now. And you could literally just launch an education series towards real estate agents. You could partner with real estate agents and do different neighborhood tours. You could partner with real estate agents and do different construction tours because you're not a real estate agent. Your job is not to sell those properties. It's their job, but you still share the same client. Yeah, I think uh, some of all of that is in the works. You know, we uh, we launched our educational series for real estate agents. In fact, we're, we're doing a class this evening. Um, it's going to be tailored at Mortgages, Mortgage 101 uh, workshop, because we had to start somewhere. Um, I would have loved to start at the beginning of the year and done goal planning and, you know, vision boarding and all kinds of fun, cool, ethereal stuff like that. But um, here we are in, in May. So we thought we're going to start with some mortgage stuff. So people remember what we do. And then next month, we've already announced our, our June class is going to be on social media and, and some video stuff. So uh, exactly what you said, we have been reaching out to there's a few people that, like I said, are doing some of the short, uh, you know, forum video stuff that have been doing some neighborhood tours, we want to put that on steroids. So I've been reaching out to them because they're already fairly comfortable with that given area or that neighborhood. So we're going to go back and kind of recreate some of their neighborhood tours, but we're going to put it on steroids with a little more viewership, um, you know, a little bit better quality, so on and so forth. And then, um, yeah, just uh, continuing to do what we do with the business owners. I think that's, that's really our kind of our strategy for the next, you know, two to three months is continue getting these video, these uh, people on video that are owning businesses. It, you know, like you mentioned earlier, when you, when you do an interview of the business owner, they let you, you know, tag them in or they share it or whatever. I found even on our, on our beer tour, I asked every single manager of every, every, all 13 places we went, I was like, Hey, do you mind if I share this? Like, I'm going to tag you in this. And they were like, yeah, that's fine. But what I found is you can't always take a business page, but you can check in at their location, um, which yeah. achieves kind of the same result. So I just, uh, I'm going to go back and, you know, we've, we've already pushed that video out, but I'm going to go back and repost it and just check myself in at these various different locations. Um, even with the video we already have created. 
and then that way they'll get a double dose when we go back and do their interview. So, yep. I would go uh, definitely. I would go back and um, think of diners, dives and drives, but recreate that mm -hmm. for Cheyenne and hit up all yeah. these different pubs and bars. And um, I bet you that, um, well, I mean, I know what's going to happen, but uh, do it. And then maybe we'll yeah. have you back on the show and you can tell people what happened. Um, That'd be awesome. Hey, I wanted to say one other thing when you were sure. talking about not being perfect too. Um, you know, what a true statement. And, and yet the imperfections are the things that people are drawn to quite often. Um, when I look at the commentary that comes through my videos, it's, it's funny how often somebody, you know, it's easy to get defensive. And so I'll read a comment where somebody's like, Hey, you didn't pronounce that right. That's not how we say that or whatever. And I could be like, Hey, what a jerk. Why are you all up in my grill over this? I didn't even know. Like I say in the, in the video, I'm, I'm visiting. How the heck did I know that? But yeah. instead I'm like, Hey, thanks so much for educating me. That is awesome, man. I will absolutely remember that now for the rest of my life, you know? And yes. if you take that approach that, yeah, we're not perfect and people are going to call you out for that, but it was that that even got the engagement started. And if you don't get defensive and you just stick with the engagement, man, all of a sudden you're having three or four more conversations that you wouldn't have had otherwise, you know, if everything had gone perfectly. So yeah, embrace a, those imperfections. That's a great, um, point i think jay bear wrote a book called hug your haters um addressing how to hug uh, on haters and then how you flip those into um you know uh conversion because Love you'll it. be amazed a lot of people will go out there and yeah they'll hate and then you'll just address it and then they'll before you know it they'll be you guys will be best friends right you'll just see some of those people you get you will get some keyboard keyboard warriors um out there no doubt but that's good. Like there's, um, I forget who said the same, but, um, there's no such any PR is good PR. Um, you hear yeah. it all the time and yeah. who cares if people are talking, then it's working. That's all that matters. So, uh, any other closing thoughts, Stan, that you have uh, any tips for people, advice for people, uh, anything you want to mention? I will just go back to where I started, which is what my mentors told me. If your voice is, you, you know what it is. You sound how you sound and you look how you look. And unless you're living under a rug, don't be afraid to put that on a recording or on a video because it is who you are. And, and the more you act like who you are, the better the results are going to be. I uh, love it. Stan, um, if you folks are in the Wyoming area, uh, but you're licensed in other states too, uh, maybe an agent wants to reach out to you or something. Why don't you go ahead and tell people how they can reach you? They could connect with you. Go ahead and tell them what channel you have and they could follow you on there if they want to check out some of your content. And yeah, uh, you let you see the the comment. yeah, for sure. Uh, if you want to see the comment, it's why not uh, Wyoming, W-Y-N-O-T, question mark, Wyoming. Uh, that's our YouTube channel. We are at www.dblhloans.com. That's our website. And you can always call me direct if you have any questions about how to implement some of this stuff or what my experience has been. I'd love to answer it. 720-883-8452. Appreciate it, Stan. Keep it up, dude. Stay the hey, course. Thanks, Excited to see what happens to you in the next three to six months with this. Uh, you're doing everything right. Just uh, keep doing it. Uh, and folks, awesome. thank you. Um, and don't you stop listening to this podcast. If Folks, if you need any help um, and you like what you heard here today on Stan's story, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, we like partnering with different mortgage brokers, investors, lenders, real estate agents, broker owners, recruiters, you name it, in their local markets. And uh, this is all we do. We script that and distribute videos. But more importantly, we give you the right strategy that should fit your brand so that you're actually not looking awkward on video. You're actually excited to get on video. And that all dials and dials in with the picking up the right strategy, which is my expertise. So appreciate you guys listening. Uh, feel free to reach us. You can visit realestatemarketingdude.com, realestatemarketingdude.com. Uh, leave us a review here. Connect with me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and check out our channel, Real Estate Marketing Dude on YouTube.
and to make sure you subscribe. But we will see you guys next week. Have a great day. Stan, thank you so much. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.